Welcome to episode 377 of the podcast. Today's question, should you visit your customers? Very straightforward answer. That depends on how you define a customer. Because in the Nigerian context anyway, there are some people who define a customer as anyone who is making an inquiry. Someone who calls you up, hits you up over the phone, or who comes by the store, and they want to make any inquiry about how much you charge, the range of services that you provide, uh, things of that nature. So yes, in the Nigerian context, you're going to find people who use customer in that sense. Now, in my own opinion, I don't think that's the correct definition of the customer. And so I'm going to try and focus on what I think the real definition of a customer is. And then um, at a later episode, <clears throat> excuse me, then at a later episode, maybe tomorrow, we'll look at the Nigerian definition of customer and then see whether you should invest the time in visiting people who have just come by because they are curious and they want to make an inquiry about your product or your service. So I think that the real definition of a customer at least a rough definition anyway, might not be the technically correct definition if you check your business books. So uh, the way I define a customer is someone who has bought from you in the past. So those are the only people that I think we should call customers. Now, if you're going to be thinking about people who have bought from you in the past, then yes, I do think you should visit your customers. Because visiting someone who has made a purchase in the past is a good way to build the relationship and to get repeat business and get referrals. So that's the whole idea behind why it's a good idea to visit our customers. And then apart from repeat business and referrals, by visiting the customer and maintaining a relationship with them, you're going to be able to get valuable intel about how to improve your product or your service. So you're going to find out things about your wedding photography that didn't work, about your wedding planning that could have been done uh, better, or your, um, what will I say? You know, your business delivery, no matter what it is, uh, no matter in which um, fashion you're involved in, in the um in the event and in the wedding space. So these are good reasons why it's a good idea to visit our customers. Now, do you have to visit everyone? I don't think so, because that would be too cost prohibitive. It would be too expensive if you're going to visit uh, all the folks that you've done business with um, in the past. It's going to be expensive uh, money-wise, driving to everybody's house or driving to the offices. And then it's also going to be expensive in uh, relation to the amount of time that you're going to spend. So if you spend uh, 20 minutes driving there, you have a 20-minute chat, and then you spend 20 minutes driving back, then that's an hour that you spent um, in your day uh, trying to visit the uh, past uh, customer. But this is one of those things that is not an absolute on when you're trying to figure out um, if it's worth uh, visiting people, and we'll do some of that math tomorrow when we talk about the Nigerian definition of customer, in quote, which includes people who come over just to make an inquiry. So we'll do more of that math uh, tomorrow. So, but you have to consider uh, the cost of your product, the cost of your service, and uh, let's see what else. Then the amount of revenue that you hope to get on the back end. So these are some of the mathematics that you have to do when it comes to visiting your customer. And it's the sort of thing that people do in other industries. And that's the reason why uh, bankers, for instance, or people in uh, other people in the corporate space at the end of the year actually do make time out to send a hamper to us, certain customers or to send uh, marketing people or salespeople to go over and visit. And that's because uh, to them, 
for those sorts of clients, having a dedicated customer service rep spend the whole afternoon to go and visit you because you're a high net worth individual and to drop over a hamper that cost maybe 50,000 naira to buy, it's worth it because the way that the banker or people in uh, corporate services, the way that they're looking at it, you send one person to spend the whole day and you send the um, hamper that is worth 50k or 60k or whatever, but reliably you have gotten millions of naira for uh, from this customer over the last three years. So the math uh, seems to uh, pan out. So these are some of the considerations that you're looking at when you're thinking about visit versus do not visit. So with all the things that we've tossed around, you can see that it would be okay for a wedding planner or a wedding photographer to stop by if they're in the neighborhood. So you did some business with the clients, turned out that she was really good, you guys vibe really well. Uh, let's say they live in Utaku, you happen to be passing by Utaku, or you happen to be passing through Ikeja or wherever, and you remember that the house or the office is um, nearby, then it would be okay for the planner or for the photographer to stop by to say what's up, have a small chat, and then um, take off again. And that's because for the wedding photographer or for the wedding planner, the value of repeat business is measured in hundreds of thousands. So um, it might be worth it. But if you provide small chops and snacks, and if you provide the smoke machine and the fireworks, then I'm not sure if that math really pans out in your favor. Because for smoke machines, um, you're the smoke machine provider. People probably will pay between maybe 50 and 100K, but then you have two boys manning the machine. Maybe they take 10K each. And then there's the cost of flying over the ice from Lagos if you're based in Abuja and all that. So it's possible that uh, for the smoke machine operator, it's possible that you charge the customer 50K or 100K, but at the end of the day, maybe only 20K is getting into your pocket. So that might not make sense if you are a an event vendor and what you do is you provide pyrotechnics or the smoke machine so that might not make sense now this is me just guessing because i don't know much about the economics of firecrackers uh, smoke machines uh, fog and all that kind of stuff but assuming that my assumptions pan out then it might not make sense and then if you're a small shop or a snack provider then that also might not make sense for you because your profits also are probably measured in the tens of thousands versus the um, hundreds of thousands range now another question the subset of that does it have to be a physical visit do you actually have to go into their house, into their office or um, wherever or have them come over to yours? Does it have to be a physical thing? And the answer is no. Because the most important thing is that you have to find some personable way to reach out. The most important thing is that it has to be a personable thing. Because if you're just passing through the house and it's obvious that you are just fulfilling all righteousness, then um, your visit is actually going to be counterproductive. You're going to end up being a nuisance instead of it being uh, something uh, nice, warm and fuzzy. And so it's the same thing no matter the other mediums that you're going to use, whether it's phone call, emails, DMs um, or whatever. The goal, it has to be a personable way to reach out. So if you're one of those people who you like your space and one of my uh, friends who's a wedding planner is actually one of those people. She really does love her space and she doesn't want anybody in her space. Then you're looking for other personable uh, means to reach out and to continue building the relationship. So no, it doesn't have to be a physical visit. So phone calls are very effective and very personable, especially if you did a good job of building rapport in the uh, beginning. 
So uh, let's say you're a wedding photographer, you didn't establish any rapport, you came in, came out, your attitude was like a civil servant, and uh, you delivered, there's no flaw in what it is that you did, but um, you basically were invisible the whole time, you didn't establish any relationships, then you trying to use phone calls to build the relationships after the fact going to be really hard because you weren't personable in the beginning, so trying to be uh, personable um, at the end uh, is going to be a bit of a problem. So let's make sure that we build um, as much rapport as we can with our potential clients in the beginning before execution and delivery. And so that way, on the back end, when we're trying to improve, continue with the relationship, whether it's uh, physical visits or phone call, phone calls, our job is going to be um, a lot uh, easier. So emails and DMs can be personable as well, depending on how um, skilled you are. But um, I like to recommend for most people, for average folks, and that's what I've been saying over and over on the podcast, for average folks, let's start with visits and phone calls because those are the most um, personable and effective ways of building um, relationships and emails, DMs, these sorts of things that they work. But you have to be particularly um, skilled uh, to to make them work and to use them to not your personal or business relationships. In fact, for most of you, when you hear email, you do not think of personal relationships or business relationships. You think about uh, conveying information, just passing information back and forth or confirming things or um, sending, um, what's that thing called? Sending attachments like the contract uh, or whatever. So the important thing is not whether you visit or not, but is whether you have a well thought out and deliberate process for maintaining relationships with people who have bought from you in the past. So that's the most important thing. I'm hoping that you guys have taken away from this conversation. So don't get caught up like uh, all those people uh, on the internet who spend um, countless hours arguing about these sorts of things to visit versus not to visit. So to visit, yes, that would be nice. But the most important thing is do you have a deliberate process? Have you given it some forethought about how you're going to maintain relationships with people that you've done business with in the past? And if you have a plan for doing that, then you're going to be all right. Whether the plan involves um, visiting or phone calls or e uh, emails or DMs or showing up to people's offices uh, with a hamper. But like I've said earlier on in, this, in today's recording, some of these... Um, some of these decisions are going to be based on the uh, economics of the, I mean, of the whole thing. So you could be a wedding vendor involved in another line of business where uh, repeat business um, is measured in uh, millions of naira. And then in that case, um, spending two or three hours and investing in a 50,000 naira or a 100,000 naira hamper might not be a problem. But then as you go lower uh, down the scale, to less valuable products or services. Oh, sorry, when I say less valuable, I don't mean that what you do doesn't have value. I'm speaking purely in Naira terms. So in that sense, um, let's say you sell uh, sweets at um, 20 Naira a pop. That's what I mean when I say less valuable. So I'm not trying to say that there are some people who are more valuable than others. I'm just saying that some things are much more expensive uh, than others. So as you go down the scale, uh, in value, you're now able to make that economic decision about where to invest money and where to invest the time building the relationship. So thank you very much for listening to today's recording. I'm your host, Abuja-based sales consultant and event media professional, Tavishima Ayede. Thank you very much for your time and attention, and I'll catch you guys at the next recording.